Hi. Good morning, the most anointed, the ones with one of the greatest destinies in you, one of the greatest inheritances, an inheritance in eternity with our Maker, an inheritance in eternity with our Father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the one who opens and no man shuts, and then the one who shuts and no man opens, the one who says, I've called you my own, the one who says, I've redeemed you, the one who says, I've cleansed you, I have called you by my own name, the one who has put his spirit in us to make us unique, to make us fit for our assignment in the times and seasons that we find ourselves living in. So what am I saying? You are great. God has positioned you for greatness in order for him to use you for his glory. So I salute you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. I appreciate the leadership of the church for having us here together as one body and as one people under Christ, and our brother James, who is ministering in our church. I'm grateful to be sharing the word of God with you today, continuing in the series, I Am. Two very simple words yet powerful, two very simple words, yet profound, two very simple words, yet critical, Deter depending on who completes those words and how they complete those words. Our focus today is on the door that is found in John chapter 10, where Jesus says, I am the door. But I will try to link it up with the original in Exodus chapter 3. And then I will pick something small in John chapter 20 verse 21. So my scriptures basically is Exodus chapter 3. I will look at verse, verse 14 and verse 10 and the beginning verses. Then we will look at John 10, 10 where he tells us that he is the door or he is the gate. And then I'll jump quickly to John chapter 20, verse 21, and try to knit the Father and the Son together in the intention of using the phrase, I am. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you. We give you praise. You are so wise in all you do. You said you are the Alpha, you are the Omega. You are the beginning, you are the end. You have no past tense, you have no future tense. You are always relevant in time. That's why you are who you are. And this morning, unfold your word so that we may grasp the essence of the word that you give to us. And as we sit in resound this morning, we pray that God, your name will resound in this community. Your name will reverberate in this community because your children will grab hold of your word and move in power and in faith with it. Thank you for your grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Exodus chapter 3, we see Moses seeing a burning bush. 
And in the burning bush, he is amazed why the bush is burning, but it's not consumed. And an angel of the Lord comes to Moses to tell him that you are in the presence of the Lord. And he says, Moses, Moses. And Moses actually says, here I am. But he doesn't complete that statement in answer to God. He says, here I am. I wonder how Moses or who he thought he was. Maybe he thought he was just a shepherd. Or maybe he thought he was a refugee running away from Pharaoh. He thought, I'm just whiling up time looking after Jethro's sheep. He, but he says, here I am. He's the one who begins that statement. And then the Lord God Almighty says, in my view, I'm going to show you who you truly are, Moses. You are beyond a shepherd. You are a deliverer. But let me take you through to that journey by revealing to you who I am and the assignment that I have for you. So there is an interaction between God and Moses. And in the end, God says, I want you to do something for you. And then Moses now changes that word from here I am. And he begins to say, who am I? You know, we can juxtapose these two and then pull out where they come. I am and am I? Am I is a question where you, you are not sure of where you are. Initially, when Moses comes to God, he says, here am I. I'm ready to hear from you. I'm ready to be taken in this wonder that I'm seeing. But when he realizes what he's being called for, he begins to question, am I really worthy? How many of us question ourselves, am I a holy nation? Am I a royal priesthood? Am I as great as God is saying? Oh, yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are. Then Jesus comes to his people in John 10, chapter 10. I will read that one a little bit so that we go through, and then I'll just paraphrase it through and summarize, and then trust that the Holy Spirit will inspire you to go through that word, and you finish it off and grow yourself and those around you. He says, I tell you the truth. He who does not enter the sheep pen by the door or by the gate is a thief. He comes in the wrong way. And then he says, the man who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. So after he tells this story, the people are confused. They don't know what he's talking about. Until he goes down to verse 7, he says, I tell you the truth, I am the door. I am the door of the sheep. And then he says, whosoever enters through me shall find pasture. And it links us with Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not want. He leads me to green pastures. In other words, I am the door to that fruitfulness. I'm the door to that satisfaction. When you come to me, you'll find pasture. But the pasture that Jesus is talking about is not the green grass. It's not a physical pasture. So he says, I am the door into that which can fill your soul. The longings and the thirstings of your soul. He says, I am that door. If you come through me, because I understand that mission. And then I looked at it and then I thought, okay, there are so many I am's that Jesus brought them through. Why did he really want to reveal himself to his disciples? And then I kind of found the answer in John 20, 21, 
which I will link with Exodus chapter 3 and verse 14. And then when he has told them about everything else, he then says here in John 20, 21, peace be with you. As the father, the initial I am, the original I am, as he sent me and told me who I was, my son, in whom I am well loved. I carry an understanding of who I am. And I convey it and I communicate it. Because however you complete that I am will follow you. It will follow you all the time. So Jesus says here, I am sending you. I am showing all these things so that I will send you. I want you to know that I'm sending you to people so they may find the door, so they may find the shepherd, so they may find the peace, so they may find the healing. And then it says, having done that in verse 22, he breathed on them and then said something very important for our generation. He says, receive the Holy Spirit. And then he says, if you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. In other words, I am the door to bring forgiveness to the life of sin. I am bringing you into that door and then I am sending you so that you may bring forgiveness. We have the power to forgive because we have come in through the gate of the greatest forgiver who in the midst of pain on that cross with all nays and that betrayal, he still says, Father, forgive them. They don't know why they are doing. Why? Because I am the door to forgiveness. I came to restore forgiveness. I came to teach you forgiveness. That's why when we taught them the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, how Lord be thy name. Forgive us our sins as we... That's a gate, that's a door, a transactional door for the life of the spirit that Jesus is ushering us into. But many of us, because we forget like Moses who we are, we harbor unforgiveness. We, we, we forget there is a door we have entered into that has sent us to forgive and teach forgiveness. Jesus has called us into that spiritual journey because the repentance and forgiveness is the entry point into the kingdom of God. So he says, I am sending you to show and teach people that I am the door into a new life, into a new salvation. So I juxtapose that with the Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. I found something very amazing and amusing when I was reading that scripture about the similarities between Jesus and the Father. That's why he says, I and the Father are one. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So let us quickly look at the heart of the Father when he spoke to Moses about this. Look at this story here. Moses in verse 4, he says, here, am, here I am, Lord. And then he says, I am the God of your father, Abraham. But then he says, when they call me, who should I say you are? He says, I am that I am. In other words, Moses, I will be what I need to be when you need that aspect. Because I'm greater than anything else. 
am the God of your father. So now I am doing something with you. And then if you look at verse 10 of Exodus chapter 3, he says to Moses, so now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh. Those are the two similarities of the reason for the I am statement for us to be sent for mission. With Pharaoh, he says, I have told you the I am's, but now the critical I am in your Moses, in your life, Moses, is I am sending you to Pharaoh. You are going to do a physical deliverance of my people. Get them out of Egypt. But Jesus says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal anymore. They are not physical anymore. So to his disciples in John 10, 21, he says, because of the difference, I am sending you with the power and the grace to forgive. Our hearts are also doors, brothers and sisters. He says, behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If you hear my voice and you open, I will come in. How do we allow for Jesus? It's through the heart you have believed unto salvation. But confession is made through the mouth. And that's why he was saying, repent and receive Jesus Christ. But he's saying, I am sending you to teach and preach forgiveness of sins to the people. That is the door that is ajar for all of us today. And then he says, if you come in to me, you will come in and out, in and out, and find pasture. That's why today we are in here in the presence of the Lord to be nourished, to be encouraged. So when we go out there, we begin to release that which he has sent us for, forgiveness and love. Forgiveness is based on love. It's based on love. So God has called us to love. That's why Peter could not understand the essence of the I am or Jesus. So he comes in like Moses who said I am. He says, how many times should I forgive my brother when he sins against me? You know, Peter had an idea about the I am nature of Jesus, what he came for. Jesus Christ, he says, must I do it seven times? He thought he had done very well. But Jesus Christ says, if you knew who I am and what I came for, 70 times, seven times in one day. My brother, that's an open door of forgiveness. The door of Jesus is ever so open. As long as you can come and say, dear Jesus, I know who you are. Have mercy on me. That's why even on the cross at that very moment, a robber, a sinner, saw an opportunity for an open door. And he says, please have mercy on me. The door was open. And Jesus Christ said, tonight you will be with me in paradise. Because the door of Jesus is still open for us to enter through that into forgiveness. Stephen caught it as well. 
I pray that we catch it in our generation and know that I have been sent to share and minister love and forgiveness. When they were stoning Stephen, he did not concentrate on the pain of the stones. He focused and he saw an open door of forgiveness and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Are you ready to utilize that door to bless your community? Are you ready to utilize that door to bring reconciliation to our community? Because that's why Jesus says, I am the prince of peace. That's why when he came, he says, peace be to you. So, and now, as the Father has sent us, there is an I am for you, which you need to take boldly into your community. I said, however you complete that statement, I am, will follow you. Moses, the initial statement was, go to Pharaoh, set my people free. Initially, he thought, am I that? But we see he's taking them out through the Red Sea because that statement is following them. So you were born again. You are a new creation. You are well loved before God. You are well forgiven. You are empowered by the Holy Spirit. You are glorious. You are going to heaven. Your name is written in the book of life. You are the son of the most high. Let that be your word and your understanding. And the goodness of God will follow you all the days of our lives. Because that door is open until we see him coming on the clouds. And then we are caught up with him. Why don't we clap our hands to the Father? Magnify the Lord to say the door is open. 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 There is room for your neighbor. There is room for your brother. There is room for your father. There is room for your uncle. No matter how you fell out, the door of forgiveness is open. And Jesus has called us into there. He says, I am sending you. Just as the father sent me. Just as the father sent Moses. Because I'm the God of your fathers. The God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, the God of Isaac. Guys, you are special, valuable before God. That's why he calls you into holy ground to see him and get a mission and assignment. Some of you may be afraid. God will give you an errand with you, but his mission will be done because I am who I am. I'll ask my wife to come and pray and then we conclude our service. Are you encouraged this morning? The door is open. The door is open. The door is open. Praise the Lord. We've been sent. We are the door now. And through us, people can get to know Jesus. We are the door to that peace, to joy, to love, to solutions. We are solutions providers in our communities, in our families, in our workplaces. We are that door. And through us, the nations, the streets, the neighbors 
will know the Lord. So we're going to pray. And uh, as uh, Pastor read the scripture, Jesus breathed on them the Holy Spirit. He didn't just send them without empowering them to go and do it. So we need to plug into the power of God. We are powered from on high to do earth from below here. The source, the door of the Holy Spirit is not closed. So to make a difference to our generation, to rise up and be salt and light, we're going to say, Holy Spirit, fill me again to overflowing so that out of my belly, out of my life, out of the door of my life, rivers of living waters will flow into my family, my children, my loved ones, my grandchildren, everyone to do with me. The Spirit of God is upon me now to do the things that Jesus said I can do. So we're going to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help. Every one of us matters. Every one of us counts. Every one of us is anointed. Every one of us are God's special chosen vessel. No matter our age, no matter our circumstances, we are still a powerful force, the door of the Lord. So join me as I pray for me, for us to say, Lord, here we are. We are not saying, am I? No, we know, because the Holy Spirit is going to help us. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, the name above all names, we thank you. You are the door. And we have entered into you because you called us. We now are your children. You took us out of darkness and you translated us into the kingdom of your dear son. We are in the door. And we thank you that the door is still open for many more people. The door is still open for our lost loved ones. The door is still open for our communities, our, work, our schools, our universities, even our nation and the nations. The door is still open. So we pray and we say, yes, spirit of the living God. Fill us afresh. Give us boldness to preach the gospel. And let people in. Empower each and our lives, Lord, in here. Everyone in this building. Fill us afresh. You breathe on them your spirit today. We say, breath of God, move in this building. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on us. Revive us, O oh Lord. Until we resound with your power and send the sound of the love of God into our community. We are the door. Oh Lord, we rise up and identify with this word. We are the answer to our generation through you, Lord Jesus. So come, Spirit of God. Won't you do it again? Us and our children, we are for signs and wonders. We are the door to the supernatural. We are the door to the power of God. We are the door to the wisdom of God. We are the door to the mercy of God to others. And we are the door to the forgiveness of God. We are the door to resources. Helping the poor among us. Laying hands on the sick and the recover. We are the door. So Lord, we say yes to the calling of being a door, a gate, an access to the things of heaven. Bringing the influence of heaven here on earth. Oh, Father. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done through us and our families and the resound community. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Can we have a resounding amen from resound? 
Amen. A resounding amen. Let it come out of say, Amen. That's a resounding amen. That's your name. You're powerful people. God bless you.